Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of a proud Rampage Productions presentation. This is Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, live on Blog Talk Radio. I am Statistic Sean David, along with my lovely warrior of a female co-host. <laughs> As always, folks, the reason why this show could never be a bag of dicks. She had a Katie. Um, we're missing someone, aren't we? Uh, yes, he's going to use his phone. Let me get him the number. Good boy. Boom, boom. Good boy. Always, if you can, folks, when you're calling into the show, always try and use your phone just because well, computers, computers are assholes. The long and the short of it. Um, sometimes. You know what else is an yeah. asshole? When you go to light a cigarette and the bitch doesn't stay lit. All right. Yeah. Well, we have we have a lot to discuss here tonight with our AEW review preview, our AEW Double or Nothing preview, the NJPW AEW Forbidden Door preview, and Impact Wrestling and so much more. There is our other co-host. There he is. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, honey. Welcome home. My computer's been needing me all week. <laughs> yeah, see? computers are awful. Damn technology. It's what I yes. said. I was. I said at the top of the show. Well, it's still the top of the show. I said <laughs> are awful. Yes, they are. Completely. Yes, they are. Okay, don't everybody talk at once. Um, I want to invite everybody out there. Just because you're paranoid don't mean they're not after you. This is true. <laughs> um, All right. I'll be, I'll be the first to admit and agree to that. Yes, right. we are going to start the show the right way. Here we go. Because I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. ERN presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Grab in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite.
All right, and we are live, live, live. Good. Happy Thursday evening to you from the Evolution Radio Network and myself. Um, We've already introduced ourselves, Katie and I, so without any further ado, the man that hails from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. He is the Sultan of Slither. This is Sin. Yo, 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 yo. You know, I'm just a yo-yo sin tonight. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the normal evil being that I often dread. Unless you give me uh, talking about that Great Eric Bischoff video, holy shit! Uh, yes, we will be talking about that tonight, and I, um, I have not done this in a very long time. So tonight, for the first time since the old man has been dead, because it ha- it wasn't even been open before then. I am opening the chat room tonight, uh, provided oh, she will work. It hasn't been open in a good five years, maybe longer. There's reasons for that. Um, but I do want to post this video in our chat here for the radio show. That uh, Feel free if you're listening in to join. And you can always call in at the guest listener line at 515-602-9678. And uh, obviously, you know that um, standage, sta- standage, standard and message data rate supply. Yep. That's why you get oh, a North American. I have a North American plan. I can, I can call anywhere in Canada and the U.S. that I want. I'm special. Um, there was a video. I got to find it now. Oh, my. You didn't? Did you oh, no, that might be an hour. Stand on it, Sean. I have got it. And, um, you know, there are so many great wrestling podcasts out there now that you can learn and gain knowledge from. Uh, Sin and I have been doing this quite regularly. And I sent him a clip last week of Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson, his co-host, disagreeing (coughs) about AEW. And there's some great analogies made here. Um, Mm -hmm. This all stems back to Tony Khan saying that WCW is out of business because Ted Turner didn't know anything about the wrestling business. And I'm here to tell you, Ted Turner was not in charge of WCW. The day-to-day operations were their uh, other. So, um, you know, uh, this all stems from that and comments that were made about that. But uh, Eric Bischoff has raised some very good points. The general wrestling fan... If you were to take a 1,000 of them, 90% of them would know wrestling as that WWE stuff because it's it's built a foundation. You're going to get a hundred. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had a great analogy. You walk up to 100 people on the street. You ask how many of them knows who (laughs) Roman Reigns is, the WWE you're a fair amount of them are going to know. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yeah, but, but an easier... But, but then, then you go to those same hundred people and you go, do you know Hangman had a page here? And you know what they're going to say? I, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, but if you go to those same people, you, you can say, do you know who, who Andre the Giant was? And of course they're going to know. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying right now, the two champions of the company... One's far well better known than the other, and that's for a reason. Uh, go ahead, Sean, explain the reason. 
Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's because the they do not have a good solid game plan long term. Their long term game plan is shit. It has been from the get go. Um, they AEW started this venture with the all in pay per view, and then we we launched the company on TNT. God bless them for getting that. Um, but yeah. the thing about it, the thing about it is this: they have been ex- in existence now for a few number of years. There is not, there is not a big following of generalized wrestling fan, the common wrestling fan that even has a clue about AEW. And it's sad. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, my wife's mom, she, uh, Mel's mom, you know, she, she knows new Japan wrestling and WWE wrestling. She, she has no hey. idea about any other wrestling what? companies. So there goes to show she's a hardcore fan. She loves New Japan, but she has no idea about AEW or what it is. The matter is, she knows what Japan wrestling is. Yeah, which is awesome. But I'm just saying, you're taking a person that watched wrestling their whole life. You know what I mean? Now she's a great grandmother. And she knows what WWE is. And she knows what New Japan is. But she has no idea what AEW is. <laughs> so, I mean, that just goes to show something's wrong. <laughs> it's, also, it's also this. Because um, I'm going to try to listen to some of this as, as we're on. But there's been great points made. Um, you know. Um, Only the CM hardcore Punk. fans are, are watching AEW. And that's going to hurt them in the long run because the bigger viewership and is obviously WWE. Well, and it's I not mean, just that. It's, it's their booking strategy, and that all lays, <coughs> excuse me, in the hands of Tony Khan. I mean, I've the never... Pro- uh, the, problem, the, pro- the problem with time. that... The problem with that is this. He has nobody looking over him to say, hey, you probably shouldn't do this. Hey, you probably shouldn't do that. Well, he's he, 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 the boys do whatever they want. And the girls. Boys and girls. Equal <laughs> opportunity. But them all do whatever they want. With no real direction, it seems like. Um, you've got Billy Gunn as a coach. You've got Christopher Daniels as a coach. You've got Colt Cabana as a coach. You've got Dustin Rhodes as a coach. Um, you've got Luther, which I would never have hired that guy to begin with. That's a Chris Jericho love child well, there. I talked to Billy Gunn personally, like, not that long ago, after he knew about the AEW deal. And he said his, the whole reason he is there, not necessarily as a main add-on trainer, Billy's job was to teach them six months out when they were going in how to react to TV, to look at the hard cam, you know, because a lot of these guys were have been wrestling for a long time, but they hadn't worked TV. So Billy's job was to teach them how to work TV and work with the camera. You right. know what I mean? That's what uh, Billy said. You've, you've got the Jacksons as executive vice presidents, the Young Bucks. You've got uh, QT Marshall as the coach. You've got Sean Dean, um, which is an extras guy. But here's the other thing that I thought 
and I'm going to have to scroll further down. Um, Arn Anderson is there. You've got Don Callis there. Say what you will about that man. That man's been around wrestling for a very damn long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, forever. Uh, He's for everybody, too. Um, we're going to go further down. See, see who else our uh, coaches are. You've got Ace Steel that was hired as a producer. You've got Jerry Lynn down there. You've got Dean Malenko. Why is nobody taking this guy aside? Because I know everybody's loving the money, and that's what, it's, what it boils down to. Everybody on that roster is afraid to tell this guy differently. And that's a problem. Well, let's think about what his base premises of signing workers is. His premises is to his workers, why do you want to come with me and work for me instead of WWE? I'll pay you the same amount of money, and you won't work as many days. There's an innate flaw with that strategy. Well, and we talked about this last night when you were over to watch AEW. They're not doing a lot of house shows. They're doing them here and there to keep the guy's schedule down. But it's also becoming this because it's becoming blatantly more obvious. They will sign sign damn near anybody that WWE cuts. They haven't signed all of them. But there's a good number that WWE has let go that are now on this roster. Now, you can say that for better or worse. There's some guys that they have brought in that they've done a lot with, been able to uh, make some money with. There are other guys, Finn and I were talking about this last night. Eric Rowan made his debut at the last pay-per-view. Where has he been? Nowhere. I got something better than that. In fact, hold on a second. Hold on a second, sweetheart, because you talk about Rowan. In fact, Rowan did a card here last weekend because one of my friends went and saw him and sent me pictures. So, yeah, he's been to Canada. That'll tell you if (laughs) They're doing absolutely nothing with him at all, period. Because yeah, right? he's a, he's able to travel and go to other other wrestling country. companies. Yeah, he's allowed to go to a whole other country with to a whole other company and wrestle there and get paid there. So AEW doesn't have a problem with that, which means to me he's not really on the roster, is he? Um, let's no, see. I, I know, I know, because Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary comes here and still goes to Impact. Yeah, I know. I get it. He is not on that. I agree with her on that comment that the non-exclusive contracts that some of these guys got are really just, I don't don't get it. I mean, like, you're talking about Rowan. How about last week? The big surprise guy to fight Warlow, I believe, was Kaz, right? Yeah. That's Impact. They, they're doing, but, but they've been doing crossovers with Impact for a couple of years now. Well, yeah, I'm but saying, still. Dan, Dan's seven foot tall. Where, where, where is he now? Is Adam come in and job? And then this week they did the exact same thing with Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny whatever you want to call him, Johnny Elite yeah. last week. You know, John, um, John. yeah, they, 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 they just put him in with his squad. You know, he didn't get a total squash. I mean, it was good, man. But well, like you said, he was on. He was in the ring last night. So he's in fantastic shape still, by the way. Yeah, he is. He's in the best shape of his life. Damn, he looks good. He does look um, good. 
getting back to this AEW, uh, Eric uh, Bischoff thing. Now, CM Punk has gotten into a verbal warfare with Eric Bischoff. I don't know that that's why. Oh, oh my. Uh, because Bischoff pointed out some, some really big things. Uh, Punk's first appearance on uh, AEW television spiked the rating. His first appearance on Dynamite spiked the rating. The first pay-per-view he was on spiked the rating. But that's not happening now. And Sen and I talked about this last night. Yes, this Adam Cole versus CM Punk match is going to be great, but MJF (laughs) beats, beats CM Punk, but CM Punk gets the title shot. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, I, I, that bothered me so much. How can you end this big, massive feud between <laughs> MGF and Punk and MJF go over, and instead of getting a title shot, Punk jumps to the front line, gets a title shot, and MGF ends up working a guy that, you know, in character, he's not supposed to want to get in the ring with. How how does that happen? <laughs> that it's just upsetting. It's like it's like they ask a different person each week to determine what's going to happen. Um, and there's only one sharp rule. Punk usually has to open the show or at least come out second because they know they got to get the crowd hot early with Punk. Yeah. That's like the one thing they do every show. Yeah. Crowd goes nuts the second they hear a first note of his music. Oh yeah, right. as soon as they hear both of personality by uh by living color. Yeah. First first little bit of guitar they hear, they go nuts. Well and yeah. it's not it's not that he's not a draw, but the the mm. booking strategy long term for AEW is why a lot of people believe they're gonna fail. They have no long term plant um we're seeing this even more last night now the rumor and speculation was that blood and guts was going to be coming back but then they wanted to do football fuckery three and i'm sorry i wasn't a fan of the first two matches i think it's a stupid concept um i actually watched one what is the concept um let me uh, let me pull up the rules of this match on my google have you seen one katie have you seen one of these matches, Katie? Um, I've, I've got to make sure that I know what's being talked about so I know whether or not I have. The, the, oh, football, fuckery, the football fuckery, a.k.a. the stadium stampede. Okay. Um, you know, this, this is where they take the fucking cameras. You've got nobody in the football field, and they're going to have a match in the football field that has no people. Haven't seen it. Uh, they've done a couple of them now. Um, I mean, it worked when, I guess, Rock and Foley did it back in the day. But, uh, I mean, that was a one-off that didn't even go over that well, so the Fed never did it again. I mean, yeah. they have done two of these. They're going to want to do a third one, and these are just horrible. I mean, yeah. If I paid a ticket to go to your pay-per-view, I am not sitting and watching a monitor of what's going on in the stadium that the, the event should have been in anyway. That well, will be the, the is, it seems like they always got to have a gimmick. Every show, there's always a gimmick match. 
and and it seems like it fails way too many times. The fireworks with Moxley, that's a great example. God, that was a turd, right? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they, 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 man, I saw I saw the footage finally of Jericho fi- falling off the. Yeah, you might as well call it a dual Hell in the Cell or War Games or whatever you want to call it. Hell in the War Games. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. He's on top of the cell. And MJF just kind of gingerly tosses him, and he just falls backwards, and he obviously lands on a crash pad. It is so obvious. I'm like, oh, what? why were they doing this? It looks so bad. It was. It's so exposed. So there's two main events that they've screwed up on. You know what I mean? In three years. That's pretty massive. Um, and and obviously, I haven't seen one of these, but fighting in an empty football field, if I paid for tickets and I'm watching on a big screen, I'd be kind of pissed. That doesn't uh, yeah. That sound like fun to me at all. And the first um, Blood and Guts was given away on live television for free. I was happy with that decision because I would have done the same. you got to get the interest back in. But uh, they did the barbed wire. They did the barbed wire. They did the barbed wire death match, whatever. I believe that was on free television. Um, They've done lights out matches on pay-per-view, which has been okay. But some of this stuff is just so silly. <clears throat> I pointed out to you the other day I think I've seen Wardlow on tons of television but I've only seen him wrestle one match yeah I don't know I mean he looked good in the ring when he worked Kaz other than that I've never seen him work a match no you haven't I I, I, why if he's that good or big powerhouse have beat some dudes up and, and, and it's it's it is bad, um, you know. And and look, there's there's going to be a lot that we talk about tonight. I didn't want to open on this note, but we need to open with something. Uh, right now, we're going to go into our breaking news segment because, uh, Sim, I have some good news about your old friend Al Snow that I'm going to share with you just after this short little clip. All right, well, OVW has landed a Netflix deal. The promotion of Danny Davis that has been taken over by Al Snow uh, has landed that uh, with Netflix, well, OVW, Snow, and Netflix. Al Snow really put a lot of time into OVW. I mean, a lot of time and effort into turning that thing around and making it something special again. I know I'll tune in. I'll watch Netflix and watch OVW. I find that exciting, really exciting. Um, we want to... We want to send our shout-outs to Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. There was a freak oh, yeah. accident that, that happened last night. Oh, my. Uh, 
He suffered an injury. The injury was sustained following the Danielson and John Moxley match, during which there was a brawl with Jericho Appreciation Society. During the fight, Danielson's leg became trapped between the ring and the rampway, and he was stuck in that position oh for my. almost 10 minutes. Oh, my. He could Ooh, be Ow. Was this done this was last night after they uh, filmed. Uh, so, so uh, when it went off air. Uh, this would have been either before that show went on air or after is how they taped Dynamite. Okay. Or not Dynamite, Rampage, Rampage. Rampage. Yeah. So we probably won't see this footage, but um, how bad was it? Um, we don't know. Uh, he walked out of there on his own free will. You know, that's the wrestler's... Um, will there but he was to say um thankfully he um you know should be okay we don't know but um this also shows like you guys may want to retrain that setup crew because somebody did something wrong there should have been a gap yeah yeah you're gonna have that it reminds me of what what happened to davy boy smith almost except not for davy boy it ended up costing his life in the long run when he bumped wrong on that uh, that metal door for Ultimate Warrior to come out of in WCW, uh, do you yeah. remember that? No, yeah. yeah, he got into WCW. Yeah, it messed up his back. He got addicted to painkillers. Did a short WWE stint again after that with the blue jeans, where he'd wear the blue jeans and was kind of a foundation enforcer guy. Or was that before? That might have been right before. Yeah, that was before. Then he got injured in WCW, and he got addicted to painkillers. That's what cost him his life. Yeah. So, you know, stupid things. you got to be smarter. The people that are working for you with these rings, rampways, accidents happen. You know what I mean? It's horrible. you you, you got to have the best crew. I mean, I, I can't think of the last time. I, everyone wants to see WWE have a ring break or, or a rope break or something. You know, when a guy's right. bumping. But, I mean, because they use real ropes, that's the problem, instead of metal cord. But they, they, they still use real ropes. Um, so, I mean, other than that, WWE rings, I've bumped in them before. You know, like from the era of Hogan Giant era, I was, Sonny Rogers owned one. So uh, when I worked, wrestled for them, we'd work in it. Those rings are hard, man, but they're safe. So, I mean, Absolutely. you know, so, I mean, this is what happens when you get a company and you don't get the right people doing the right jobs. Accidents happen. They have the WCW. Now we're hearing about AEW. You know, whether you love WWE or not, they, you know, I think of things like maybe Undertaker's Pyro going wrong. That was bad. But there isn't, like, it, uh, obviously Owen Hart's. Um, it's, it's sad. I mean, I, I feel like as a promoter, the safety of your wrestlers got to be really high. You know, you're, you're, you're concerned, and then they don't take care of them right all the time. No, they do not. Um, and nope. you know, it's 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 very sad that those things have happened. But uh, boy, we've got some other breaking news. And uh, oh. how do I want to? There we go. We will load that clip for this. So you guys ready for some big news? Yes. yes. 
boy. All right. David Crockett has filed for the trademark for Jim Crockett Promotions. Oh. Doesn't WWE run that on their uh, network now on Peacock? I believe so. But we have some more news um, that I need to break. So I need to load something up for this because this is going to be. This is going to be one at a time. All right. The big news is broken. Ric Flair is going to wrestle his final match at StarCast 5, presented by Conrad Thompson on July 31st in Nashville, Tennessee. It is being promoted under the Jim Crockett Promotions banner. I thought it was a big joke. I'll be honest. No, this is real. This is absolutely. There's only one fair ending match for Flair, and that was him and Shawn Michaels. How could he have gone out any better? Why, why does he keep coming back? That was as good as it gets. The rumor was that it was going to be that it was going to be FTR teaming with uh, Ric Flair to take on. Um, oh, I don't even know. Let me see if I can pull up some information on this. Starcast five. Look at my message, you prick. I saw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years of allowed to do that. <laughs> Nashville. That's me being polite. All right. I know. That's why it's hilarious. Starcast 5 will take place July 29th through July 31st at the Nashville Fairgrounds. And uh, oh, I believe – I believe this is going to be – Which player is going to run those final man at the Fairgrounds? Well, it gets better than that. Yeah, I can't, Mick Foley – Mick Foley – We'll get back to the flair thing, guys. Mick Foley is going to be doing his podcast live on stage. You are going to get one last ride with all members of the Four Horsemen. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's that's saying that's saying something. That sounds special. It, it says, gets better. Yeah. Special. Sean Oliver. Special. Sean Oliver presents. Click this with Kevin Nash. Huh. Okay then. Oh. Uh, you have the major the major wrestling figure podcast with Brian Myers, Matt Cordona, Swaggle, and somebody else. I don't know who that is. And this has just been signed as of today. Johnny Gargano has joined Starcast Five. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, I I like that. What you're also getting in the price of admission is the roast of Ric Flair. I hope they don't hold back. <laughs> There's so much to roast him about. But I love the guy. I don't know him personally, but I mean, I love him as a wrestler. 
Um, this is going to be something big. Tickets are on sale now at StarCast.com. If you can't be there in person, you can check it out on Fight TV. All right, well, now we'll go back to the, Ric Flair's last match. Being promoted by Jim Crockett Promotions, to my knowledge, the NWA doesn't have anything to do with this at this time. If I were the NWA, I would find some way to be a part of that event, to bid farewell to the, one of the greatest NWA World Heavyweight Champions of all time. Yep, I 100% agree. I agree. I mean, I, 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 I think they'd have to be crazy not to somehow try to cut some kind of deal out on this. Um, uh, whether, so, that, whether it becomes a finance problem is another thing. I mean, I'm sure they want to do it, but can they afford to do it? Correct. Um, so that's going to be Ric Flair's last match. I... You know what? Give the people their due. As long as he doesn't get injured or, or die uh, and the fans know what they're getting for their money. I mean, you're not talking about a 1980s Ric Flair here, guys. No. Or 1970s Ric Flair or 1960s Ric Flair before <laughs> the plane. I mean, the guy's been around forever. You know, um, man, uh, I, lo- I love the fact the horse and we'll get together, but does Flair really need to wrestle? No. <laughs> He's been training with Jay Lethal. I mean. Uh, yeah. I, I still don't. I still don't see why that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I love Jay Lethal, but I mean, what's Jay Lethal going to show any of those guys that they don't already know? You know? They're not going to be doing high-flying spots like Jay Lethal. You know what? I don't see how much he could really help them in the match. <laughs> you know what I mean, Rick? I right. Mean, no offense. I don't see what Jay Lethal could bring to the table in teaching Rick Flair. Oh my God! I just had myself muted for the last five minutes. <laughs> were you wondering why we, we weren't talking to you? No, I was wondering why you kept talking over me. <laughs> <laughs> And not Sean either, you. I, I I just finished giving you shit. And I go over and I look at my call and I'm like, Kate, you're muted, you dumbass. <laughs> I was just like, will uh, you let me talk? <laughs> go ahead and talk. The floor is yours. But no, I got nothing to say. It's fine. It had to do with what we were talking about. But no, I really don't feel it's a good idea that Blair goes into the ring at all. I mean, the only reason he should be in there is for contract signing or an interview or to big somebody up or something of that nature. I really don't see the need. Like, the full horseman thing, that's great. But, again, does Flair really need to be in, in, in the ring? No. I say no. Oh, my God. remind you of when WWE went to Saudi. And put DX together to wrestle the brothers in destruction. That match just came out so bad. Nobody looked good. Triple H got injured. You know, it was just a bad situation. Things yeah. that make you go blah. Blah. Yeah, blah. 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 
Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the next thing that we have to talk about is the economical impact that a lot of wrestling promoters are about to face. And we will do that right we will we will be discussing this um, when we come back from the break. Um, we're going to take our song break a little bit early tonight. Um, I was about to say, yeah, it's a little bit early. Here we go. This is some uh, old stuff by the band Shim, which um, I will have to look up who the lead. I believe he was in Sick Puppies. So this oh. is good shit. Oh, I love Sick Puppies. Some good shit here, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil, on ERN, on BTR Live, baby. We'll be back.
this Saturday night at the Birmingham Fairgrounds. Mud Show Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janela in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match, Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a puke on the naughty parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's naughty parts loses. Garden Rake on a pole match. Special wheelbarrow race and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there. I miss the Steve. I do. Whenever um, we are back. <laughs> that song was Shim by, uh, not Shim, Hallelujah by the band Shim, who is the uh, lead singer, is the former front runner of the band Sick Puppies. I love you, dude. That song is good. Am I muted? No, you're not. No. I hear you. Okay. I just and then... Like a- Oh, my nose is muted. Oh, my God. I used to be in a band that played Riptide. Do you ever hear that song by Sick Puppy? Yes, that is one of my favorites. Um, you know, the other thing we played was Steve Kane's great rendition of Mud Show Champion Shit Wrestling. And, man, you know, his creativity that he would get with some of those would go above and beyond anything yeah. that we would ever do. I want to play uh, he, he this. Had a lot of fun. He had a lot of fun making these. He, he loved it. He loved doing them, too. He really did. Um, <laughs> he messaged me with the, Katie. Wait, wait till you see what I got for today. This is one wait, when oh. the backyard company out of um, Streeter folded and, and was running. We had him create this. This will forever be one of my favorite ads. Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training. Going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to. Cause hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister and I do have connections with the man upstairs. And we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler within just two weeks using our patented training methods. So come on down. Join us at Revolution Wrestling 
That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. And pass the offering plate, because we need your money. Amen. All right, and we are back. Yes, we are. Why? But not in the meantime. What did you think of that one, uh, Stan? You played that one before. I love that one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 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 for all intents and purposes, uh, Powerhouse trained a lot of good guys, and uh, so did uh, um, uh, uh, Dreamwave. They had Ali as their trainer. So, yeah. so I mean, that was probably the best two schools that were from around our area. Uh, we'll give yours credit where it was due. That is where I came from. But people realized that was one of very few to graduate, not fully graduate, but three quarters of the way get through my training with Wicked Wrestling Alliance. And, uh, you know, there was me, there was Chris Stark, there was uh, Natasha Crane, who was back on the scene uh, with Southland Championship Wrestling, and uh, Judas, and that was it. And Judas is not wrestling anymore. I, it's not to say that he wouldn't do something if offered the opportunity in the area, um, but that's it. That that That's the original Wicked crew, and then obviously my brother Talon is the manager. Um, we won't talk about his commentary skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I watched that match last night. Uh, or not last night, last week. The, the Jerry Lynn, um, um, Eric Freedom match. I, I, yes. I burned it off my hard drive. I plan on using that in a uh, one of my future web shows. Nice. But yeah, he was pretty bad on the mic. I think Razzo and I are going to have to overdub the commentary. It's not good. <laughs> oh my! Uh, I will never forget the one time that he was taken off commentary, and Kurt Razzo, who is a lifelong friend of my brother's, uh, they they went to high school together at some point or school, um, really long time friends. But there's a couple of little quick stories that I will tell. Um, the one oh, thing is, there was one night where Talon was taken off commentary. And Razzo is doing the commentary almost by himself. And he goes, isn't that right, Talon? And then picks up Talon's mic and hits his forehead with it. (laughs) That is a Razzo maneuver. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one. Razzo, without a doubt. Razzo, without a doubt, is one of the best promoter minds around here. That's why RCW did well early on when he was with RCW. I got lucky when I started Wicked and he fell into my lap. I mean, he's a creative genius. He's hilarious. He understands. Like, he's a guy that's not a wrestler, but understands the business. And that's super important. He he is as competent a booker as I've ever worked with. Um, and he then really the, other funny, the other funny thing oh. was, um, Mach, uh, Mach, Mosh was scheduled to be the replacement on the one-year anniversary of Wicked Wrestling Alliance in LaSalle. Um, 
to replace Gangrel, and we talked about that incident here a couple weeks ago. Um, Mosh did not end up making it. I don't know what the – maybe we'll get that story from Sin someday. But I do remember that my brother oh, got man. sent out to work. Mosh made that show when Gangrel couldn't make it. No, he made the one in February because you guys did the six-man tag with Curtis Oh, Wild. you're right. You're right. Yeah, that actually got changed at the last minute. I, I wasn't even supposed to be in that match. But what happened? match wasn't my idea, but I I had a great time, man. Mosh, wow, what an amazing worker! Oh Um, my God, it was supposed to be Mosh replacing um, Gangrel, and I believe it was going to be Kurt Rigsby that was going to be facing him. Um, But and lo and behold, he did not show. So my brother got sent to the ring with Angus McDuff and got tapped out in a uh, dress. And it is still on the Best of Wicked Wrestling Alliance Year 1 DVD, if you can obtain a copy of it. Talon plus dress equals funny from Kurt Maybe on a poster maybe board. We'll do, maybe we'll do a couple of reworks and maybe put out some Blu-rays or DVDs. We'll see. Uh, most, of, most of my intent is to put it online. Uh, the site's not up yet, so we'll check it out, but it will be under Wicked Wrestling Alliance. Um, all, all the streaming services, I've, I've got the names for Wicked on there. Um, so, yeah, there's plans for the future here in the next few months. Uh, you'll definitely be hearing about WWA again. Yes. Um, and, you know, um, at this time, we are going to go back and uh, revisit the conversation that I was bringing you before we went um, to the break. Promoters are about to face some of the hardest challenges that we've ever faced in this country. Gas prices are on the rise. It's no secret. But here's what people don't realize, and I want wrestling fans to hear me and understand this, too. If there is a name, a name that has been on television that you find worthy enough of paying your hard-earned money to go see because they're coming to your area soon, go and do that now. Because I'm here to tell you tonight that you're going to see some changes in these cars. Airfare is going to go up. Price of gas is going to go up. One at a time. Whip him. Whip him now. Whip him. Well, I mean, I mean, AEW guys too that are getting any kind of TV time. Like guys, it's obvious their price is going to go up. Okay, sin. We do not talk over each other, and the next time you do it, you'll be whipped twice. Oh, I didn't realize I was talking over him. There you go. You can... Oh, damn. He was, oh. he was with Natasha Crane long enough. He should be used to that by now. Oh. Uh, I don't know about that. We weren't that kind of friends. Yeah. We I was happily married. that whole group when I was around here. Yeah. We whip people around here. So. Um, but the <laughs> thing about it is this. Getting back to this conversation, <clears throat> airfare is going to go up. Price of gas is yep. going up. That's going to drive talent, yep. uh, a willingness to want to travel down um, or raise their prices. And, and look. Not, not only that, hotel fees are going to go up, too. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going away this weekend, and, I mean, it's, it's to a wedding, and, he got, and my buddy, he got a block of hotel rooms, and we got lucky to get them for $84 a night. So it's like, wow. really? yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good deal. Yeah. We did get lucky. 
So you're you're, you're going to yeah. see changes in the cards. Yeah, sure. Because people yeah. aren't going to be able to afford that talent, and and it's just you know it's it's going to shake up the industry. We thought COVID was the thing that shook it up. Well, what happens when gas rises to over seven fifty a gallon? Well, I'm just, I'm, happy. I'm just happy in Illinois here, where I am. It's uh, it's at least not covering over <laughs> five yet. You know what I mean? One to five a gallon. So yeah, yeah. We'll one of my friends. One of my friends, his uh, his vehicle takes diesel, so better. Oh, oh, diesel. Well, here in the states, I was just talking to somebody. Yeah. Diesel's even more expensive. Is it? Well, not. I'm not in the states, my darling. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm saying it's yeah. different for you here in the states. I don't. I don't know. I don't drive. I don't drive. We don't. Me and my husband do not drive. So I'm, and I'm oh. happy I don't drive. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, take the transit. Thank you very much. Take the bus. Take a bus. Take a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take a bus. Take a bus anywhere. It's cool. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and the prices of that will uh, rise. To- I was going to say, I want to move to Canada now. <laughs> We'd be happy to have you. Oh, where would I be? Where would I hail from from Canada? What, what's the uh, most sinfully? What's the most sinfully delicious place that we have? I you have a choice. You have a choice between Toronto and Montreal. Oh, wow! Yeah. Montreal, Montreal's got. Good. Yeah, Montreal's got a strip like bourbon and like for bars, right? And they've got really good strip clubs. They that offer bed dances. Um what else? Yeah, it's it's a party in Montreal. Really? Yeah. And then you said Yeah. Toronto, where I am. Toronto. I'm in I'm in yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, you're the New York of Canada. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The New York, the Chicago, whichever. You know like, city. Yeah. Yeah. We're close to places like Buffalo and, and Michigan. So Oh, everybody has a water buffalo. Yours is fast but mine is slow. Anyway. You, you oh my it. god. <laughs> yes, you are slow. Yeah, you need help. No, Sean Sean needs serious medical attention. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, all right. Well, here we go. We are going to he need, he need, Yeah, he needs Jesus in his life. Does he need you to come over to his house and start chopping him? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. some of them chops be nasty. <laughs> that, back I pride myself in. on that. I pride myself hey. on that. That's where I was trained. A good one? I was trained. A good one? I've seen blood from a really good one, okay? So. Oh, you can ask my fist about what I did with that young thing that, that covered up on me in the ring. He covered up his chest. I pulled his arms back. I left a mark on his chest so big. Oh, big my blood God. Um, oh, it's, something, it's not something that you're supposed to do. You don't cover up and, you know, 
you get hurt real easily that way. Speaking of Mephisto, there is a big match happening uh, with Pro Wrestling Epic that was announced. Let me pull that up. Pull her I'm up. I'm not sure about the name. I, I don't care for the name of the event, but I, I know he puts on good shows. So. Yeah. Um, it is going to be... Um, well, where the hell's the name of the show? I see pictures. I see this. Hot I see that. Well, we might have changed it. It was advertised as hot dogs and handshakes. No, that was his last show. His next show, PWE yeah. oh, okay. presents Unsigned and Upset, Saturday, June fourth, in Alton, Illinois. I like that better. I really do. <laughs> Unsigned and Upset. Uh, I like and that. And July third, Blood, Sweat, and Beers at the Alton Sports Tap um, is going to be another huge match. It'll be Mephisto versus Jeremy Lightfoot in an extremely epic parking lot bar fight. That was fucking alphabet soup. I love you, Mephisto, but good God, I wouldn't want to have to try to commentate that. Like by, the time I get, by the time I spat that out, I don't even want to call the match. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty big fan of Lightfoot. So, and not, not, not to put down Mephisto. Obviously, uh, he, he did very well in WWA. But uh, Mephisto and Lightfoot, big fan of both those guys. Yeah, so, that match could be good. They'll, they'll put something together. They'll make it work. And oh, if you are in the Springfield, Illinois area, bum bum bum. It's going to be a huge night this Saturday night. Now I don't want to make a phone call. What are you trying to do to me? Um, well, you know, I just want to see the poster. The poster would be great. Here a poster, there a poster, somewhere the poster. All right, because, you know, you're making, you're making this more difficult than what I want it to be. It'll be the Grand Wrestling Spectacle 10, PWA's 10-year anniversary at the 8th Street Gym. Your main event is a tag team championship steel cage match, a real steel cage, not those jackasses that Zawa tried to pass off as a steel cage. It'll be Tom Arson and KC Jackson, the tag team champions against Derek Moss and Springfield's sweet boy, IJ Sweet. And yes, I have met IJ and... <laughs> We won't go any further with that conversation. Wow. Very attractive um, man. The, that, that's what I will say. Okay. Trained by the PWA Academy. Your women's championship will be on the line. Raven Black versus Harley. Ooh. It's going to be career versus career dog collar match. Brian Ely versus Moon Dog Pongo. Okay. Uh, what else can I find? Let me find it. Stephen Bishop. The team of Stephen Bishop will take on Team Phage in an eight-man elimination tag team match. Um, what else we got? Victor Analog versus Mayor Kincaid. Cardini versus the returning Jake Lander. Now, let me tell you something about young Jake Lander. This is a talent that I've had my eye on as a promoter for a very long time. Very talented individual. Should be a great matchup. You're going to get Jonathan Magnus against Scotty Cash. The Mad Hatter versus Spencer Powers. 
That's all this Saturday night at the 8th Street Gym in Springfield, Illinois, 7 o'clock bell time. Ten years after taking over for New Midwest, um, congratulations to them for that. All right, what else do we want to talk about here tonight? Or should I just load it up? You guys got your uh, uh, boots on? Yeah. Why do you need our boots? Well, because... Are we going back? Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Sometimes I have to do these and everybody thinks that I'm an asshole or I'm a prick or I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm going to pose some questions before we go fully into this. Um, Finn, what happens when a wrestling promoter runs a building that is already saturated, uh, already oversaturated? Excuse me. Well, eventually, eventually certain companies go out of business. I mean, if you look at the way, uh, uh, Wicked got a lot of hate when we started running against RCW. Um, but in the end, I mean, uh, it's sad. Um, I wish we could work together more, but, you know, basically RCW closed down. And then later after I decided to shut the doors uh, due to my wife's health issues, um, you know, Dreamwave came back. So, you know, it, it turned out all right in the end. But I'm just saying that's, that's what happens when you saturate an area. And even Dreamwave, to a point, they brought in so many names every month that it eventually just saturated the area. And now we're ready maybe to get back to wrestling again. But, you know, there was a time there where you couldn't promote a show in our area because it was just it, it, too many companies. For a while, there was Powerhouse, Wicked, and RCW all running in the same general area. Yes. And then they closed down. You know, that's what happens. Um, now, I want to make some things uh, firmly clear here tonight. I, um, as much as I would love to say that RWF is coming back and, and make that announcement here tonight, uh, for the foreseeable future, that won't be happening. There are other implementations that are being in place um, for a company to come back here, a legitimate company. Um, oversaturation in an area does not work. I, I can tell you no. right now, I have worked for a lot of promotions that have done well, and as soon as another guy gets an inkling that he wants to run a show, if you're doing well, somebody's coming after it. And I've seen it time and time again. Now, I will say this. 
I worked for RCW. I worked for WWA. There was a talent ban put in place by RCW when Wicked opened, not allowing guys to go back and forth. Um, It was smart, but it also hurt because they came to lose a lot of wrestlers over that that eventually ended up in WWA. RCW almost, well, they did lose Julian the Warlock, Machine, uh, Willie the Bomb Richardson. um, Brandon Bishop. Brandon Bishop. I mean, there there was a list. Before Kurt Rigsby and um, Kurt Rigsby and Angus McDuff, who both were trained by him, came to work for me because of that. Um, and I also managed to snag from Powerhouse somebody that, you know, say what you will about the dude, but he's charismatic and he drew Wild Child. Wild Child well, came to me from, from Powerhouse, and so did Judas, no, you know, and so did Jonas. Not only that, but you were able – you managed to land uh, Eric Freedom, say what you will about that man, for your first main event. Uh, WWA presented Genocide in August of 2003, the first event, a benefit for the MDA, uh, raised a lot of money for that cause. Your main event was Eric Freedom versus Jerry Lynn. Yeah, uh, I knew right away um... – Pretty early on, as soon as we, we settled on Jerry Lynn, uh, I, I knew I wanted it to be Freedom versus Lynn for the match. Uh, Freedom, for those who don't know Eric, Freedom, uh, he's really huge in the Michigan area, and he was very popular in the Illinois area for a long time. He uh, he used to wrestle for WWE back when, like, it was still WWF. You know, he would do jobs. He'd wrestle guys like the Berserker. Uh, the Legion of Doom, the Steiner Brothers. I mean, he's been in the ring with all those guys in a WWE ring. To me, it was just a no-brainer to put him in the ring with Jerry Lynn. So that was a big, yeah, you're right. That was probably really out of everybody for that first show. That was probably the biggest uh, the biggest deal we had was freedom. No coughing on him. Somebody whip him, whip him. Somebody whip that You whip You whip them. I don't know how to whip them. Are you with, if you were in the what? studio. Okay. There you go. I don't know how you did that, but I'm happy. If you can get into, if, if you're in the studio, just go type in whip and it'll come up. Um, oh, I have oh. not taught, <coughs> excuse me, I have not taught in the studio yet, but that is on my hey, list of shit to do. Oh my God! Just, just give him the code to the studio. He can learn himself. It's so easy. It's just easy. So easy. It can be So easy. Never mind. Never mind a caveman. It's so easy. I can do it. Um. Here's the other thing. You're more than a caveman. Yeah. That's I'm impossible. Cave- I can tell you why your statement is impossible. When it comes to stuff like that, I think a caveman probably has a better chance than I do. <laughs> I disagree for one reason. He's a caveman. A caveman, maybe. Oh, okay. A caveman, <laughs> I'm Cave woman with a big old bush. I've got bush or bush light. Bush oh, bush. God. All right. Think about how male wrestlers have to shave their body? Because I could talk no. about that. 
No, no, no we're all gonna... off again. Nair is not good in certain places. Well, that is why Jim Cornette, <laughs> and if, if you're listening, we'll go ahead and give them a cheap plug. If you're having issues because summer is right around the corner where the forest is growing and it smells worse than Parmesan cheese, then you need to get a hold of Manscaped. Yeah, you need Manscaped. The Manscaped. They have a great line of products, ball deodorant, um, just great things to make you smell good in the food. When you come to the room, you don't want to be smelling like, uh, I don't want to flash things up. And, you know, there's a guy named Tony that we know that used to come down to the ring and uh, the whole audience could smell him. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to be that guy in the ring. Get, get the Manscaped products, people. Be clean. Be happy. Make your significant other happy. Quit being a disgusting slob. Get off your butt and order this product. And if you have a hairy butt, it'll work to make that smoother than butter, too. Manscaped. It is an Evolution Radio Network approved and tested product. Yeah, Sean has Yeah, Sean has all about smooth buttons, right, Sean? God damn it. <laughs> where we're getting yeah, back like to tonight. Where we're getting well, back to tonight. Sean can find the hole. I'm going to clap the both of you. I swear it. Uh, getting back to this, what happens when an oversaturation happens? Now, let me, let me tell you this. This is a fun story. Story time with Sadistic Sean here tonight. Oh, I was basically one of the co-bookers of WPPF, formerly OSWA, from the year of 2008. Just because I wasn't there does not mean that I didn't get phone calls from Big Daddy to put some influence into his product. I was one of the guys that when uh, Finn went back to Big Daddy's, um, first of all, I I said, I don't know that I agree with this decision. I said, I'm happy to have you back, but know that things here are still chaotic, as they've always been with Big Daddy. Um, But I'm the guy that, you know, pushed Finn to Big Daddy. I got him booked in 2008. I booked for that company in 2009, 2010. I want to say 2011. Um, I left at one point, I believe uh, maybe tw- 2010. There were personal differences that could not be settled. I was not willing to do business with the guy again. Um, I went back against my better judgment. But I can tell you this. When we announced and, and the guys at SCW found out that I was going to be, come back and, and now Big Daddy had given Sean the budget that Sean needed to be able to successfully um, – book talent for good shows they were scared shitless they um came back we they all thought it was going to be a one-time thing and scw came back in 2012 or 13 and has been back ever since now that's not a bad thing there is a lot of good talent that have come out of that school come out of that company tyler black aka seth rollins aka whatever you want to call it um I got a question. I was world champion right around when the last, the Botch Memorial show was for Wicked. Do you know what year that was? I should know. I'm the promoter, but I, I can't recall. 2000, 2011. 2011, yeah. I came back in 2011, so that must have been when you were away. Because I came back, you weren't there. Guys, uh, I know Willie the Bomb was on the card. 
Steve Boz, uh, Weedman from JCW. Um, I forget who I worked for the title that night, but you were talking about chaotic. I didn't, I showed up. I thought I was doing one or two shows, and he came to me on my first day back, and he's like, "Hey, I'm putting you in the championship match," and you know, I'm like, oh, "Okay," and he's like, uh, you, "You don't have a problem being the champion?" And I'm like, "Oh, I, I guess not," because he was paying me a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, kind of yeah, good. Yeah, but you know when when you got a long travel and it starts not becoming worth it, and you kind of wanted to retire on your own show, yeah, there were some issues there. Yeah. But um, I I booked for him for many years. I can say that there are companies I have been in more than once, and and a lot of different places. I have traveled up and down the state of Illinois. I have traveled into Wisconsin. I have traveled into Indiana. Um, never went to Missouri. Thank God their their licensing down there is horrible. Um, but I've worked in a lot of places. Go, what was that? I said I had to go through it. It was awful. I had to get sanctioned to wrestle in Missouri. It's when I was when 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 I first got in the biz. You know, you were taking bookings in all these states. I had to get my uh, more than one time. I had to get the physical, fill out all the paperwork, pay the money, just so I could work some shows in Missouri. And in the end, it wasn't even worth it with the, the trip and, uh, you know, the, all the hassles of that you have to go through just to wrestle Missouri. It, um, so for 20 years I've been doing this. It's been a little bit longer than me. But, you know, the thing about it is this. There, oversaturation is a problem. It's huge in Chicago. Huge in Chicago. And yeah. For, oh, yeah. For, for every company that does it right and does good, there are going to be 10 that don't do it right and don't do it good. Um, I don't know what the reason for that is. I but I, have, I have a very simple reason. When I got in the biz, there was five, five people that could run shows legally. There were, It was state-controlled by this boxing commission. It was the Wrestling and Boxing Commission. <laughs> they... They had to come before matches, actually check our blood pressure and stuff, make sure we're not going to die in the ring, which it has happened where guys couldn't work that night because their blood pressure was off or something else. It, it was something you had to deal with. You also had to pay your taxes on it. What that meant was that all these five promoters knew what the hell they were doing and had the finances to back it up. Then they dropped the wrestling part. It's just boxing now. And you, anybody can open a wrestling company and do anything they want. And, yeah, I'm proud of Wicked, but honestly, I don't think Wicked would have ever happened under the old rules. And I would have been working for the same five guys in the area, but it's not necessarily bad. I mean, it, it, it really, there wasn't a million wrestlers around doing a million things. Shows became important when they came to your town. Everybody respected everybody else's territory. And it's all gone now. All right, Um, where we're going to go with this, um, I'm going to need some music for this to fire me up just a little bit. Let me see what we're working with here on the old songboard. Okay. Uh, You never get excited without music. Um, Well, sometimes. (laughs) 
In about four minutes, 30 seconds, we'll take this now and continue through the program. We will be right back. This is Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network.
professional wrestling. Entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the nosebleed seats. You can- All right, and we are back, and that song was Randall Cobb by our friends, uh, Left of Reason, who came in for me in 2007 uh, for the Tornado Relief Benefit, and then came in uh, when I was working with Brian Blade, and we did Janesville, Wisconsin. Uh, Good band out of Wisconsin, love those guys, did uh, me some huge favors, got a great deal of respect for them. All right, so what it boils down to is this, there is a famous wrestling venue in the state of Illinois that um, (laughs) is in Berwyn, Illinois, that a lot of companies have run that are, um, you know, being overrun as it is. Well, we talked about Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme and how they did the Streeter High School and failed, and then they canceled one of their upcoming shows in the area. It has now been announced that they're going to go to the Berwyn Eagles Club, and I, I just, look, if you can't make it work here, I don't know that you're going to make it work there. There are probably no, no. eight companies running, running there already. Yeah. I yeah, mean, with... I mean, if they can't draw in Streeter, I mean, when I was in Powerhouse, we, I remember we had a crowd, I don't know how many hundred of people it was, but that, that, that gymnasium was full because Tim had a steel cage. And he finally he just built it up, he built it up, and then the big steel cage match was in Streeter. So, I mean, people came from all around to see it. You know, it was the conclusion to an epic story. And, I mean... I don't know. I'm guessing four or five hundred people in that building. You know, that's not. I know that doesn't sound big by Chicago standards, but for Streeter, that's a pretty good draw. You know, and uh, yeah, and again, that's back when stuff was regulated. You know, so it was more closely watched. It's just uh, I I just don't know um, what to do about that. All right. Well, we are going to talk about AEW now. A uh, huge pay-per-view coming to you soon. Um, yes, within I next week. Yeah, I want to see this pay-per-view, not the one in Chicago. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I want to see Punk wrestle Hangman, Hangman Page in Chicago. I don't want to see him wrestle some Japanese worker. I just want to see them. You know? Right. Right. Um, all right. You know, I'm sure Punk will tear it down with a good Japanese wrestler. You know, he, he's, he's been around the block more than once. Your surprise was last night who they advertised on their socials is Johnny Gargano, Johnny Elite versus Samoa Joe in a first-round matchup. 
I love Joe, but man, I know he's got a title. But if they could have just screwed John him out of it somehow for Nitro in a, a couple of matches, I mean, uh, how, how did WWE blow their last run with them? I mean, the, they had the cool kind of Miz thing for a while, you know, remember when kind of thing, and then they didn't do anything yeah. with them, and they got rid of them. Now, you know, he's on AEW TV, and Samoa Joe's beating them. Uh, I just, uh, I don't. I feel bad for the guy. I don't know where his career's going at this point. Well, and then we got the the, the uh, thing, not the Singh brothers from WWE, but this giant come out to the ring with Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal, uh, who yeah, hit Joe with the steel pipe. He's huge. huge. Yeah, that guy's big. I would say him and almost look pretty close to the same size. And almost yeah. is what seven one or seven three. He's one of those. Seven three. Seven three. Seven three. Yeah, okay. Yeah, almost a seven three. And that guy looked I don't know if their rings are different, like maybe the ropes are shorter, they don't look like it. I mean it that dude looked as big as almost to me. CM Punk made his way to the ring with abortion rights or human rights T shirt. Yep. Now it's nice. Good for him. Yeah, I was so happy to see that. I'll be honest. Me too. I was happy when I saw it on social media and then see him come out with it last night. You know, um, I'm sorry to anybody who feels differently. I just, I, I believe in women's rights. I really do. So. Uh, the way yeah. I see it, the way I see it is who the hell am I to tell anybody what to do with their body? Exactly. Your body. Hangman Adam Page versus some Japanese guy who is good. There's potential there, but um, boy, I don't know. Um, it was a good match. Um, I just can't get over Adam Page's finisher. It doesn't seem like it should ever work <laughs> because it always seems like it takes like a good five, ten seconds for you know him to get outside the ring, flip over the rope, and then Larry at a guy. You know, I'm sorry, JBL was way bigger, and when he would slay that wicked clothesline from hell, or, you know, you you got him, you got uh, fucking, uh, sorry, watch my language, Uh, you know, like Stan Hansen, Stan Hansen's lariat, those were nice-looking, just smash-the-guy lariats. You know, they didn't have to make it look pretty boy, flippity-floppity, and make the other guy stand in one spot and wait for him five seconds to hit him. They could hit him out of nowhere. And that's what made him great. It's pretty beautiful. Um, you know what, which one? No, which one? Which 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 persons? Oh my God, he's gonna make me think. I can't remember. <laughs> she didn't take her member berries today. Well, well, well. Hanson. As a side note, you know why his clotheslines were his finisher and they look so nasty? I'm sure Sean does. Um, no. No. He had bad eyes, dude. He couldn't see in the ring well. So when he'd give you the clothesline, he couldn't really see you well anyway, so he'd just throw it at you. Oh, man. Speaking, yeah. of, getting thr- speaking of getting thrown, Limitless Keith Lee and Shave, Shave, Shane Swerve Strickland took on the workhorseman Anthony Henry and the big guy, J.D. Drake. Well. It was a decent match. I mean, I actually got to say, all in all, um, I thought 
despite the super kick fiasco that I'll talk about when this is done, I thought it was a, a fairly decent show for them this time. It was one of the better ones I've watched. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, then we had the promo with um, Team Taz and uh, the the title challenge with Jurassic Express at Double or Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm kind of confused on something. Why exactly is Christian in AEW other than to get a paycheck? I love Christian. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But, like, you can even ask John. Christian's probably my top favorite three wrestlers of all time. But I I just... Why does Jurassic Express need him? I don't know. It seems like he should be with somebody else. It would make more sense if he was, like, with a Canadian team or, you know, something that builds into his character's gimmick. I don't. I don't understand how Jurassic Express fits with, you know, Christian Cage. I, I don't see it. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, then we not, go ahead. Maybe it's not meant to. That's all. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like the Fed's using Edge better than AEW's using Christian, though. Then we had the Chris Statlander Red Velvet interview with the, um, I don't know what to call her at this point. She's got green hair. She looks like puke. Jade, Jade Bluegill. Yeah. Like What's wrong with her hair? It's Shotzi has almost the same color. Yeah, but it looks good on her. <laughs> Sasha Banks can pull off too, blue and red hair and all that stuff. But yeah. some people, it just doesn't look as good. You know what I mean? Yeah, but tell Jade that she'll kick your ass. Then yeah, yeah ha- right? Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> then we then we had the great MJF segment. I love MJF. Ugh. You and Sean love MJF. I, I just want to kick him right in the nuts and right in the teeth, okay? Like... See, I think Go ahead. You want to kick him in the nuts? I heard that. (laughs) In the nuts, and I want to kick him in the teeth. There you go. Well, see, that's why I think they made a mistake. They should have put Regal with him because Regal was a pompous ass who used brass nuts, and MJF is a pompous ass who uses a ring. You know what I mean? That you know, I can just see Regal. Passing them better and putting on the ring, you know, the face stopping it, and then Regal will just be like, Here, take the nuts. <laughs> you know, I just would love to see that moment. <laughs> Kyle, O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix. That was good. That was a good match. And I then what we, th- what we thought was going to be football field fuckery, too. We don't know what this is going to be. Hopefully, it's not football field fuckery, too. Between the Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, the Blackpool, whatever Regal's thing is. But yeah. the, Regal, the Regal promo was good. Yeah, but the was Jericho kind of beat everybody in the ring way worse than they got the heels back. 
Don't you think? Yes. I mean, like, yeah, he made them, like, he pointed out real life facts of, like, horrible things in their life that happened, and it's documented even with Mox. I mean, the fact he brought Mox in on that, and we, we were both sitting there before he said anything. It's like, huh, he hasn't said anything about Moxley yet. Then he drops the ball about the drug we have. We're like, holy crap. So, I, and then it just felt like Regal's like, I put your toothbrush up my butt. That's, how is that? Everybody knows that isn't true, but everybody knows what Jericho said really happened. That's why it just, like, made him look so bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they, wow, I really feel like they, Jericho just made all those guys not sound the best. Time to bury him. Absolutely. And then we had Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, against Maki Ito. <laughs> this is the Toons match of the night. Do you know what a Toons match is? A uh, comedy match? It's, it's a basically a comedy match. She, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've worked them before. Um, um, I've, I've actually watched, uh, I've watched um, Cole Cabana work one in Dreamwave. I saw him after the show, and I said, nice tunes match. And he got pissy because he didn't like the fact that I called it a tunes match. But it was. It was a tunes match. We've all worked them. It happens. Yeah, you know what I mean? And uh Britt Baker made the best out of a silly gimmick uh, opponent. Nah, she did the best she could. I, yeah. I, I don't that, that weird headbutt thing that that girl does. I don't want all that. Yeah, anyway. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, like, why why is she there when they could have people like, oh, I don't know. There's certain members of the Impact roster who are females that make trips to Canada that could have been there. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, when were you rather see her? <laughs> yes, I'd Absolutely. Tony Storm made her interest and store, uh, uh, stared at Britt Baker. I and then, yeah. Go ahead. And I, double or nothing I, will be the three-year anniversary of AEW. Here comes Serena Deeb and out comes Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, I want to point something out, though. Um, uh, Backtrack, what was the last thing you said? Something crossed my mind on that. Tony what, uh, what happened when... Tony, Tony Storm. Storm. Um, this is a good example of what you were saying about saving your matches for pay-per-view. I look on the other side of the bracket, and I don't see anybody who's going to be a better match for Tony Storm or Britt Baker than they're going to be against each other on free TV. So the pay-per-view match, I'm I'm going out there and going to say it. Right now, I totally believe Tony Storm and Britt Baker will have a better match than whichever one of them end up in the final. That match won't be as good. And then they should just put them on separate brackets so they could have it on the pay-per-view. That's wow. my opinion. And then we had Jeff Hardy against Adam Cole, baby. Baby. So happy to see Cole go over. <laughs> Maybe I'm just holding on to my old NXT days. I don't know. I, I love me some Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole. Adam Cole's great, baby. 
I mean, did you watch him in NXT when he was in Undisputed Era? Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I thought the whole Undisputed Era thing in NXT was definitely the best faction NXT ever had. I just mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, when they when they lost their some of their elite members and their big elite member, Adam Cole died. Yeah, big loss. And then 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 we got the afterbirth with the Young Bucks and Sting and Darby Allen and Red Dragon and Holy Fuck. You leave my Darby Allen alone. Um, can we get to the super kick thing now? It was way overdone last night. Uh, I don't think, okay, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but was there a single match without at least one super kick? Um, <laughs> and which, 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 I think it was the, uh, I don't remember the Japanese wrestler's <laughs> name, I apologize, but him versus, uh, um, Paige was like, like, there had to be 10 super kicks in that match. I mean, good God. You know, I just, yeah. I mean, do you? I get it. Super kicks are cool, but do, do you need that many in the match? You, you know, it's. I mean, the only team that really overdoes it in the WWE is probably the Usos. They're a little super kick yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Um, but but not like you. You don't watch. You don't go to an indie show or a WWE show. And see the same move performed multiple times. Um, we pointed this out on a double down in a page match. Um, yes. Somebody already did a double down earlier in the night. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's when you both come at each other and either do both do a crossbody or both do a clothesline, and both guys go down. Yeah. But typically, you don't even see that on a show once. I mean, to to do it to do it once is fine. You know what I mean? But then to come back and page in a main event and later that night, totally almost have to reinvent a different variation of the double down, which was like a dual shoulder block, fall down, stand up, slap each other, fall down. They had to do this weird storytelling because somebody already did a double down that morning, earlier in the night. You know, it's it's these guys aren't talking over their matches in the back or there's nobody to control the matches to say, hey, please don't do this move. It's already happening in this match. And you need somebody to do that. Absolutely. Well, um, their pay-per-view is next week. We'll go over that next week. Um, Finn had wanted to talk about WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> I want to talk about one match, uh, actually. I won't go over all Backlash. Um the Cody Rhodes-Seth Rollins match. I mean, I, I think it could potentially be a candidate for match of the year. It was so freaking good. Uh, I thought it was better. I love the WrestleMania match. I thought this was better. Uh, only because when Cody came in at WrestleMania, you felt like Cody was going to win. You knew it, right? This time you're like, well, maybe they'll let Seth go over and then Cody will win the two out of three. So you did have that little bit of belief that there was a sliver chance Seth could win the match. Um, that made it better, naturally, um, because obviously the crowd doesn't know what's going to happen then. Um, beautiful spots throughout the match, crossroads hit, leg on the rope, 
pedigrees hit, you know, just move after move, beautiful moves. Uh, very smooth, well-flowing match. Both guys work like they've been working together for the last 10 years, you know, which we know they haven't, but, you know, it was, it was beautiful. Just wonderful match. And even the ending, to not take it home with one's finisher, to have Seth do the, the uh, roll into, the, the, into holding the tights, trying to get the three, and then Gus, or, uh, Cody to reverse it and grab the tights himself and the ref not see it and get the three. It keeps Seth somewhat strong because the tights did get held, but it's also payback because he tried to do it first. Cool little ending, you know? It, it, so it, I thought know. the whole match told a great story. Well, and it makes you wonder what would happen if Cody was still in AEW. I don't think he would have a match like he had with Seth Rollins. I don't, unless he was wrestling CM Punk. I honestly don't think. I honestly don't think, from what I've seen, anybody in AEW is as talented as Seth Rollins, except for maybe CM Punk. That's just my opinion. And you know how I feel about Punk on a personal level. I, 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 even though, you know, I haven't, I I know some people don't see eye to eye with some of the things he's done in his career before making it big. The guy, you got to give it to him. He made it big and he's a damn good wrestler. Yes, he is. All right. So I well, again, who do they have that could give them that match? You know, nobody. I thought Cody versus Brian was going to happen. That might have been interesting, but then, like, the, their match flow is different. I don't know how to explain it. The way Cody flows in a match and the way Seth flows in a match, they complement each other. And they're, like, the same size almost. And, you know, it's just. They, they, they're both super athletic, like as far as springboarding and doing moves for guys their size, you know, especially, especially Seth, you know, but I give it up to Cody. Cody does that, the disaster kick. Those aren't easy to do. He does, uh, he went for a disaster kick in the uh, match, and he landed on Seth's shoulders and Seth buckle-bombed him. Who else is going to do that spot but those two? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just, they, 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 they just, like, what, okay, you do this and I do this, so why don't we mix it up and then, you know, put this twist on it. And they just did a beautiful job. But anyway, enough gushing, enough gushing. I, I fully believe Cody will be champion before end of the year anyway, so. Uh, that would be a very good thing for them to do. I would Especially say. with the situation with Roman. Which is very public now. Right. Uh, Roman Reigns will be taking some time off, cutting back his schedule. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but, you know, um, you know, for a guy who never was a big Roman Reigns fan, boy, this, this title run, he's really turned everything around. Boy, he looks like a million bucks out there as champion. <laughs> right. It's, it's been good. Um, and, you know, the future may hold some very interesting things. We know that Kenny Omega is almost medically cleared to return. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's, 
Omega, my Omega guess is would be a match for Cody. Yeah, yeah, Omega and Cody, or Punk and Cody, or I'm sorry, Punk and Omega. You know, that, that that's a good match. And Danielson, all of them. I think that we are slated to see the return of Kenny Omega at this huge New Japan pay-per-view. I believe he'll be taking dates in Japan again after that. And um, I, I think that's when, when we're going to see him back. I think we're going to start seeing the hype of it. We might... Go ahead. I think that's where the money is for him. Omega's huge there. I mean, have you seen the Tokyo Dome and shit when he's there? It's crazy when he main events. You know, it's it's insane. It's it's like a WrestleMania for Japan. They love Kenny. <laughs> you know? And it's I not just, just because... Be... I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's not just because he wrestled the blow-up doll. Yeah, what? Not that, even though that was hilarious. He actually wrestled a doll. It had clothes on it, first off. But uh, I think it's just Hulk Hogan, right? That was him, right? Yeah. They had this doll dressed like Hulk Hogan. He literally fought an inanimate object in the ring and took, like, three Canadian destroyers from it. He basically put his head between his legs and did a flip and Canadian destroyer himself like three times it was insane i mean it totally destroys the business but i don't care it's in japan it doesn't affect me so not the same viewers (laughs) what it was it was pretty damn entertaining for watching a guy wrestle an inanimate object (laughs) right yeah all right well we're going to talk about some more wrestling stuff next week here on rampage rants thursday night turmoil and uh boy we'll be bringing you the best of it is there anything that anybody wants to close with here tonight i love you katie nope. bye-bye i love you too Sam. bye-bye i love you sean bye-bye i do have i do have one last bye. announcement wow. oh okay Monday, 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 June 13th, I, along with Finn, will be making an appearance for C-Red. We will have more details about this on next week's program, but June 13th, um, I'm going to have more to say about that next week as well, because there's 
There's a lot changing in the world of sadistic Sean David, but wanted to tell everybody, um, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited, and I'm going to drop a bomb next week. I know somebody else that's going to be there, and uh, but we'll keep it hush hush now. But uh, but I'll, I'll make sure Red uh, says I can talk about it. Um, it's it's going to be a great event uh, for a great cause. Red is also a school teacher. Uh, this is for his students, so happy to be a part of it. And uh, folks, we will see you right here next week. Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil here on the Evolution Radio Network. Um, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central Standard Time, we'll be here. Um, you know, it's just been fun. So um, we, we hope you all get out this weekend and support independent wrestling while you've got the chance to and get out to a great show if you're in the area of one. And uh, we want to hear about it. So uh, be, be, we'll take some reviews from callers next week on independent events that they may attend. I am Statistic Sean David, along with my co-host. Sting, the Sultan of Splinter. And the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Keanu Katie. Good night. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.